Hey, everybody, this is Think Global, and it's now August already. Hard to believe. John, boy, how are you? Man, I'm doing great. Are you? Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard to believe that it's August. Yeah. I feel, I mean, the year's more than half over. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, I was on the road most of June. Yep. July was a crazy, exhilarating, exhausting month. A lot of fun, though. Right. I feel like I just woke up out of hibernation, and here it is, August. Yeah, it, yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, but, sort of like you wake up and say, really? Yeah. Did this happen already? It, it's flown by. Man. But, but I'm excited. There's a lot oh, ahead of us. A lot so of good things happening. Good. Yeah, July was uh, really, really uh, an ex- uh, exhilarating month. We yep. had about 100 of our people here in town who are uh, people from all over the world. Yeah. Um, and many of them are going to new places globally they've never been to before Yep, uh, to, to serve, to work, um, do a lot of things great things and uh man it was it was fun to hear their stories and yeah to a be lot a part of, of their them, lives a lot of them flew in from places around the world to be yes. a part of our meetings yeah and uh that was a lot of fun yeah helping them get through jet lag yeah and it's gonna be fun to see what they do like standing up being educators in some of the craziest places yeah. on the planet anyway today we start a new uh on think global we're starting a new series i think it's gonna be a three-part series right yes. and um and the idea is Going beyond expectations. Yes. Another way of putting that would be uh, going the extra mile. Yeah. Actually, you know, like a creed for life. Go yeah. the extra mile in everything. So that's kind of what we're talking about over the next uh, three podcasts. Uh, going beyond expectations because often, uh, you know, sometimes our expectations aren't too lofty and they need to be a little bit more lofty, a little higher. That's true. Uh, but it's even saying, let's go beyond that. Let's yeah. just be the people we should be. Yeah. Or or we look around at how everybody else is doing those things. Right. And you think, well, I'll just yeah. do that. But right. we want to go beyond the right. expectation. Right. So, Which is an honorable way to live. You know, okay, real quick, I'd say, you know, I'm reminded that, man, we, you know, life, we get one chance and um, and it's brief. And so why not go beyond expectations uh, right. in everything? It's a it's a good, good motto, good, good creed. Yeah. I All right, let's, let's today, so, what's our topic today? So we're going to kick off the series and talk about going beyond expectation in our generosity. Yes. So we're going to talk about generosity. So the first thing people tend to think about is like, oh, they're going to talk about giving away money. Yeah. But it's not just money. No. Right? What are it some can other, be, but not just well, money. Well, it can't, yeah. yeah, it's not just money. What are yeah. some other examples of generosity that come to mind for you? I think just uh, one would be generosity of like something as simple as hospitality. Yeah. Like... You know how hospitable are we? The time generous, you give to other yeah, people. Time, the yeah. time you give to people, or how about just uh, generosity and just going out of your way mm. to help someone in need, to take care of someone, offer a, a helping hand. I love, I love the friends I've had in life. Man, they were all about uh, just going the extra mile and helping people out. Yeah, well, yeah, and also um, our knowledge and information. So as we read things or listen to things or have conversations like let's be generous with what we're learning and generous yeah. with uh, the experiences that we're having in life that might help somebody else. You know, yeah. um, I'm reading this book. You might find it valuable or you're, you're, you listen to that podcast and you think I might find it valuable. Like right. to be generous in that way. Right. So generous with our time, generous with our knowledge, generous with uh, information. Yeah. Uh, but also generous with money. Yeah. That comes into play too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Nothing better than uh, at the end of life for family, extended family, friends to say that person lived a generous life yeah. in everything. Yeah. So in the 
theme of this podcast, Think Global, looking at, at the world, and we talk a lot about the world. A lot of our friends live all over the world. We travel all over the world. Uh, we thought it'd be good as we think about uh, generosity. How does generosity play out globally yes. in different cultures? Yes. So we looked at some studies. We did some research. Did a little bit of research on some studies on how generosity is viewed and experienced around the world. And yes. I, actually, it was very fascinating. So they they based the study on three questions. So it's not just about money. Right. It was, um, have you helped a stranger um, in the last month? This right. was kind of like, think about the last month of your life. Have you helped a stranger or someone you didn't know who needed help? So have you helped somebody? Have you donated money to charity? So there's the money one. For, right. You know, and then have you volunteered your time to an organization? So they looked at those three questions and asked people all over the world and then measured the level of generosity by country right. based on the answer to those three questions. And we might be surprised by the answers. Do you know who the most generous country is? I do because I looked at the notes, but why don't you tell us? Well, you're not supposed to say that. Okay. No. <laughs> Indonesia. Yes, Indonesia. Is the most generous country, and, and Kenya is not far behind them. Right, which is kind of crazy. Well, I just didn't expect it. I don't know why I didn't expect it. Right. I didn't expect America. Well, to be shame honest. on us for not expecting it, right? Yeah. Like, wow, why It's not, not like I assumed it was the U.S. I just right. didn't think those two countries. Right. That's, That's exactly right. Pretty incredible. Yeah, and I was fascinated. Like, you know, these are places, Indonesia, Kenya, yeah. they're places— where they have incredible rates of people who volunteer. Like, they just help. Right. They they roll up their sleeves, they get their hands dirty, and they do something. Right. Which is incredible. Yeah. That's a, and that, what a great spirit of generosity. Yeah. So, right? But it, it matches perfectly with the student from Kenya that we interviewed on this yes. podcast a couple of years ago. And yes. Remember what she said? Yes, I do. What was it? Oh, here's what it was. She said, because uh, she was a, an ex, a foreign student right. coming to the U.S., she landed in a city. I won't mention the name of this city, but they're known for brotherly love. <laughs> and and uh, in that city, she stands at the carousel at the airport. She's looking lost. She She's afraid, gets her suitcase, and it's obvious she's afraid, and she said, and no one said, can I help you? Hmm. And she made the comment, she said, in my country, in Kenya, if if a foreigner would have gotten off of an airplane, stood at a carousel getting a baggage and looked like, I just don't know what I'm doing, people would have surrounded them just to help them, Yeah, which is just so different. And now that makes sense. Right. That we know that they're the most generous or second most generous yes. country in the world based on this study. Right. Um, and Indonesia has been the most generous for like five years in a row. Right. So it's it's a consistent pattern in these yes. countries. But it's great to have the data from the survey and then the anecdotal story from somebody we actually talked to right. who articulated that very, very right. thing. So yeah. fascinating. And there were other countries, uh, you know, Australia, New Zealand, the U.S., Myanmar, Sierra Leone, uh, Zambia, Canada, mm -hmm. Ukraine. I mean, and again, not just financially or with money, but in, in every way, there's that volunteerism. There's taking right. care of people, take, helping a stranger out. And, and that's all good. Now, we're not going to mention this countries that scored the least. <laughs> However, I think there was an interesting um, piece of data that our research team discovered, uh -huh. and that is that some of the countries that scored the lowest on those questions uh, were countries where they just see that as a part of their responsibility. Right. Isn't that fascinating? Right. So they didn't answer it based on, oh, this is charity or this is an act of generosity, They because they just assume 
This is what we do. Yeah, you do this. This, yeah. is, this is our responsibility to the person right. who's a stranger, the person who's in need, right. or someone who has a financial need. Right. Like, my responsibility is to help. Right. So they didn't see it as going the extra mile or right. going beyond expectations. Right. Yes. So, so the results might be skewed just a little bit based off of some of that. But yes. I think that's just a – I thought that was a cool reality as well. Right. Like they just viewed it as responsibility, right. not an extra dose of generosity. Yeah. Okay, so – there's a way, there's cultural ways that generosity is viewed. That's what we just talked about. Like in Indonesia, you volunteer more. In Kenya, you help people in need more. Um, but there's also um, factors beyond just the local culture, right? Mm-hmm. So look at the the leadership in your community. I mean, that's a factor. What, what is religion and spirituality? How, how does that reinforce the idea of generosity? So there's right. various other factors involved more than just culture, right? right so right. Um, socioeconomics is one. Education, level of education is another one. So people who have a higher education tend to be more empathetic or tend to be more aware of social issues right. and want to be involved in those social issues. Right. Same with socioeconomic. Like as people have more to give away, they tend to give away more if it's That's right. if it's financial. So right. anyway, just want to at least acknowledge there's cultural factors and then there's also other factors within the culture. Right. Leadership, socioeconomics, education level, uh, trust. Are you a high-trust society or a low-trust society? Right. Those kind of things make a big difference as well. They do. And now— Religion. Yeah. yeah. Let me throw something in there because I think this was fascinating. Go ahead. That, um, often when it comes to going the extra mile or going beyond expectations, uh, it was not necessarily determined— You know, what you said is correct, but it wasn't necessarily determined by whether it was a developed country— or an underdeveloped country, right? Or um, you know, a country that was at war, yeah. Or a country not at war, right? Like in countries that are underdeveloped and often at war, or terrorism, or other things, where you know, normally when that happens, man, you hunker down and you protect yourself. You don't care about anybody else, right? But what's really cool is to see that in countries like that, where there is terrorism, where yeah. there is misunderstanding, where there is war, where there's strife and there's tensions and they're underdeveloped, in some cases, they're the most generous right. countries on right. the planet. Right. Yeah. So, kind of leaves us without excuse, right? That's true. I mean, really. I mean, if yeah. they do it, what what an example to us where right. we, li- we, we do live at peace, but so often our world is – we, we're surrounded by our fence. Yeah. We drive into our garage and we hunker down and we don't even know our neighbor's name. Right. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, I love that little uh, piece of research that we found. It was, yeah, that was very helpful. Yeah. I think that was, I thought that was interesting too that it's not based on those factors. There's just a variety of other factors right. that play into it, but it wasn't based on developed versus undeveloped. Right. Peace versus wartime exactly countries. Exactly. Right. So, and I don't know if we're going to go there, but I have a, just there. before I forget this, you, man. Go ahead. Well, I'm just reminded, like, you know, we've done a lot of travel to Mongolia. Yeah. And uh, Mongolia is known as a culture of hospitality. Uh-huh. Now, you got to remember, uh, the landmass, I believe, is bigger than Alaska. Uh-huh. Um, I believe it is Alaska. Don't correct me on that one, but it is. <laughs> I, I think it's Alaska or Texas, one or the other. I'm thinking Alaska. But anyway, uh, you guys can go out and look up uh, that up. But they've only got 3 million people there. Mm-hmm. They've got more sheep than they have people. Right. And so the people, they basically cluster in Ulaanbaatar, the capital. Uh, but during the uh, the summer months when the the you know the herds are out in the fields and they're they're all over the countryside so you yeah. can you can travel for miles before you see the next place where a Mongolian lives like it's their gear right and um and and my son lived there 
and um, for three years, and it was not uncommon to to need a place to spend the night, mm. and you just showed up at at a Mongolian's gear where yeah. his whole family lived mm. and found a place to sleep. And the whole principle is, uh, I'll extend hospitality to you. I'll be generous to you. I'll open my doors to you because there'll be a day I need you to open your doors to me. So the yeah. very principle of a culture like that, mm. of just that crazy, even though underdeveloped in many ways, that crazy hospitality of going the extra mile and generosity to mm. say, you have a place. This, My arms are open to you, even though I don't know you, yeah. is, is really an incredible thing. So right. that's going that extra mile. Yeah. So anyway. we've observed this around the world. We've seen it play out in other places. Yeah. So, um, so how do we go beyond expectation? How do we go the extra mile when it comes to generosity? Yeah. Um, what does it look like for us to do that? What's, what's one simple thing we can do? Or how do we take what we, we have? We're looking at what countries have done, how cultural factors play into it. But okay, now, how do we go that extra mile? How do we go beyond expectation? Right. I think uh, a big part of it is just like it's setting an expectation for ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Um, let's just be honest. Most of us are busy in our own worlds, our own families, our own entertainment, who we hang out with. And we forget there's just like this massive need of people around us. And I'm not talking just those cross-culturally, but uh, the need for someone to care. One of the number one problems in our country today, if you look at it, is uh, the subject of loneliness. Mm. People are just lonely. Yeah. Uh, and think of the the tools we've been given to bridge the gap to a person who who lives in loneliness. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not talking about the person who lives in isolation. Mm. People can go and be surrounded by individuals at a place of occupation or in a social club or in a church or or groups they belong to and still be just flat lonely right. uh, in their life. And so think of think of what it would be to say, "Hey, I've got I've got these people I know." Um and if they're sick, how do how do you reach out to them? Um, how do you just say hi to them outside mm. of work hours? And uh, so I think there's a lot we can do to bridge even the gap going the extra mile when it comes to the issue of loneliness and showing hospitality and yeah. and being generous with even our care. Yeah, I, I think maybe that that's what I would get at. Like I can care for people more than I do because often my cares are all about me and myself and my stuff. Yeah, uh, what does it look like? Um, to, to care more for people. By the way, one of the mantras I have now, I've added to my list of things I want to be <laughs> more known for, and that is less about me, more about you. Yeah. It is we, so, did a, we did a podcast about that. Yes, we did. <laughs> and it's one of those things of like, you can be with people, and at the end of the night, you've heard all about them, and they never ask you one question about you yeah. and your life and yeah. your kids and what's going on in your world. Yeah. Um, and that's just one small way of saying, I care about you and yeah. I care about others and, and going the extra mile and going beyond the expectations to show that kind of care. Yeah, I love that. As I was talking about this podcast a few days ago, I don't think I coined this term, but it just kind of came out of my mouth when we were talking about it, was this idea of emotional generosity. And that's what you're talking about. Yes. How do you sit down with somebody and genuinely ask them how they are doing and then shut your mouth and listen to their answer. That's right. You know, that's right. Like emotional generosity is inviting someone in and listening to them and hearing them and asking how they're doing yes. and um, asking about their family. Right. And, and, and not always offering your two cents or right. talking about yourself. So right. less of me, more, more of you. you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so that brings us to then a book called Living Life Backward by Davis Gibson. Mm. And it's a book on, a, on on Ecclesiastes from the Bible, which is a book of wisdom. 
And um, yep. here's some quotes that I think are profound from it. Uh, one of the things he said, we can unpack these, but yeah. uh, wise generosity takes action for the sake of others. Mm. And yeah. it's about others. Yeah. Like, that's what wisdom is. Yeah. Like, how do we live with wisdom and generosity? It's um, taking action for the sake of others. Yeah. And, I, you know, I love this one. This one I really like. This quote was, um, here's wisdom you won't hear anywhere else. Take the best of what you have and the best of what you are and give it away. That's right. Like, I love that. Right. And I've actually been thinking about that. Okay, what is the best of who I am and the best of what I have? What is, What are those things? And yeah. how do I give them away? Yeah. Um, because sometimes we were like, well, I don't have anything to give away. Right, I don't right. have anything to offer. But that's not true. We right. all have something to offer. Right. And how do we give that away? Right. And and that's not being like advocates of irresponsibility. Of course We not. know we have responsibilities for family, yeah. uh, responsibilities for friends. Uh, but it, it's living a life that is magnanimous. Yeah. Like, I want to give. I, right. I want to be a giver. I don't want to just be known as a taker. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, few are those kind of people. And mm-hmm. I've been around a long time. All right. Yeah. Um, and it is so refreshing to run into people who live with that kind of mindset. Yeah. When I die, I, I want to have been I want to have been known as a person who gave it all away. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of others. Yeah. Um, generosity in that way. Right. Well, I think it um, it makes us into the, into the kind of people we want to be, but also it it makes us the kind of person that others want to be around. Right. Like you want you naturally want to be around generous people. You want to be a part of a culture that's marked by generosity. Right. We just do. It's right. not because we get something from it. It's the, actually the more we give, the more happiness it right. creates in us. Like right. there's, there's a piece to that, you know? So, so you want to be the kind of person that other people want to be around. Right. And I think generosity lends itself to that. Yes. And, and a culture of generosity tends to lift and elevate the culture overall. That's right. Like think about these countries where there's, right. A culture of generosity, right? Or you know, one example I have is in my neighborhood. It's a large neighborhood, a lot of lot of homes in my neighborhood. But there's a Facebook group, right? And on this neighborhood Facebook group, uh, one of the common things is, "Hey, does somebody have such and such I can borrow?" Right, right. I, I need this. Does anybody have it? And there's a culture of generosity in my neighborhood. We've been on the receiving end of it. Uh, we've borrowed all sorts of things from our neighbors. Uh, we have guests coming in town. Does anybody have an air mattress we can right. borrow? Somebody re- replies, yep, I have an air mattress. I'll put it on the front porch for you. Right. I see this on that Facebook page every day. That's right. These kind of examples. Well, it's it's that old mantra of a rising tide lifts all boats. Right. Right. And so as we create that culture of generosity in our neighborhood, it makes the neighborhood more valuable. People enjoy living there more right. than they did without that culture right. of generosity. Right. So that sense of all right, I'm going to be a person of generosity. It lifts the overall culture just in my little neighborhood. Right. So extrapolate that to an entire culture or country. Right. That's a really big shift. Right. Imagine being the neighbor that lives that out and how it actually blesses right. and helps the right. neighbor next door right. and that community. Right. I just, something just popped in my brain. I hope I can repeat it. It is this, that like in underdeveloped countries, and in war-torn countries, genero- uh, generosity just doesn't make life tolerable. Mm. It makes it enjoyable. Yeah. And often we we um, we equate enjoying life with money, mm. resumes, 
size of home, the kind of car we drive. But imagine just a spirit of generosity that doesn't just make life tolerable, but makes life enjoyable. Well, I think there is as a community, there is something enjoyable about just serving one another yes. through that generosity. Yep. The more you serve, the happier you get. But right. there's something in our brains that tells us, no, the more I get, the happier I'm going to be. Right. And it, it, just the way we're wired as That's humans, right. yeah. the, the way it was set up for us by the creator, right. it just doesn't work that way. Right. The more we give, the happier we get. Right. Yeah. Hey, so to our people around the world who are listening, thank you for listening. But imagine if you woke up today and asked the question, how can I go the extra mile? How can I go beyond expectations in all areas of generosity? Imagine the difference it would make, not only in your life, but in the lives of so many other people. Small steps in the right direction of going beyond expectations. And I'm going to end with one of my uh, a favorite quote from someone that I, I love studying and looking at and seeing what he said and did in his life. Uh, Winston Churchill said something like this, and actually I think it's pretty, pretty significant. Uh, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Mm. I'll say that again because I think it's pretty cool. We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. And so that's really what we're after. Let's make our lives based on what we give and the quality of that life and the joy of that life and the impact on um, people around us. And I would say, why not be a part of something that just doesn't change the tide, but creates a riptide mm. of generosity uh, in the lives of people? I love it. All right. Wherever we are, we can go beyond expectations as it relates to generosity. We hope that you take that step today. Folks, it's been great to be with you here on Think Global. Uh, and we'll be back with you in the month of September. John, we're out of here. Love it. 